You are listening to the Dental Industry Insider Podcast, episode number 18. Happy spring, my friends. It is mid-April and a Sunday late morning as I'm recording this. And here in Arizona, I just have to say, uh, this is the reason that we endure June, July, August, September, October, November, and December in triple, triple temps. <laughs> it is blissful, especially for a tennis playing golfer like me. Well, I've missed you. I've been away for a while working on a great project that I can't wait to share with you, but it's still in the uh, cooker, as they say. So more news on that soon. For now, I wanted to just spend a few minutes talking or shall I say sharing a tool, a resource, maybe even a process that I have found over the last couple of years that I've been really working on my personal productivity to be invaluable to me as an entrepreneur, as a um, professional, and as somebody who really wants to get more done in less time. I don't know how you feel when you start Monday morning at the beginning of a week, but I know that often I feel feelings of heaviness in my chest. I feel a uh, frustration. I feel like the week has already gotten ahead of me and it's not even nine o'clock in the morning. I feel a little confused and frustrated on where the priorities are. And I know that in the past, before I had begun completing this process, I would start with what I thought was the beginning, and that was to check in to my emails. And I would find more often than not, by the time I completed answering what I thought was going to be just some quick responses for a couple of emails that have come in since the week before, since Friday before, uh, that it would just take a few minutes. And you, like me, probably have experienced the same thing. You lift your head and next thing you know, it's 11, 11.30, maybe one or two o'clock, and the day's almost already gone. And you haven't even begun looking at, thinking about your to-do list. I have found that adopting the process of what I call our one, and I actually didn't invent this, it's something that was taught to me by one of my mentors, that has become extraordinarily important as far as helping me get so, so much more done, and particularly, and probably more importantly, getting the things done that matter to me. See, I was uh, relinquishing responsibilities for what I wanted to get done by referring to my email box and letting other people's priority dictate my day, a half of my day, or oftentimes many hours of my week. And that is no way to run uh, your personal self-management or really the way you may want to run your territory, your business, or the even your personal responsibilities. So let me tell you about the simplicity of our one. And yet I believe it's because of its simplicity is where or how it's rooted in its power. I simply take my favorite clipboard. It's an acrylic clipboard that I bought in Pittsburgh the first year that I started in business after leaving private practice. And I have just a couple of blank pieces of paper on it and my favorite pen. I'm very funny about my pens. And I sit down and I, with a good cup of coffee, and I think, okay. What do I want to get done this week? 
What do I want to get done this week? What needs to get done this week? What is pending? Or just what might be nice for me to work on or activities or results that I want to get done. And I simply allow my mind to open up and I do not filter and I let the ideas, the thoughts, the uh, the information come to me as it will. And I begin to write and write and write and just one point after another. Uh, if my mind starts to think about other things, I bring it back to focus and I just stay present to the idea that I want to take what's in between my ears and on the, the top of my head, I want to be able to get that down on paper. And then I take a brief pause, perhaps to heat up my coffee, and I really let my mind settle a bit, and I go back to the list, and I read it. And I just use the list of tasks and items and activities and results to, if you will, prime the pump on other ideas, activities, to-dos that I desire to get done. And I find that in this two-pass process that really only happens a few minutes between one another, that this really does help me to get out and exhaust all of the um, to-do items that I used to tell myself, I will remember, I will, re I will do them, they will get done. But I find that it is so much more helpful and gives me such a much greater level of confidence that what matters to me will get done in the priority and at the time that I decide to get them done. So some examples of how I personally categorize my list, and again, this is just arbitrary based on what you consider your categories of focus are. But for me as an entrepreneur, I will categorize an item as being for or from operations. Maybe an item is a client or a project delivery item. Uh, maybe something is falls in the category of product development or new ideas. There is administration, there's personal, there's marketing, there is even selling efforts. And I find that by categorizing these items, it's the, kind of the pre-stage to priorit prioritizing the list. And then... I, after I have sort of jotted down where the categories are, I begin to look at each item on the list individually, and I think about how much production time or how much of my time that it will take to do that thing. Now, if it is something that I can delegate to a member of my team, then I will indicate that you know, the, the task to delegate gate uh, may only take five minutes to put together a work order or to be able to send an email. But the, the bottom line is I do identify how much required time that task it deserves or I am willing to invest on that particular item. Now, in some cases, you may look at an item that is, for example, maybe you've listed a project that involves multiple people. What I want you to think about is the amount of time that you personally are willing or is appropriate for you to 
take on that particular project. And maybe that's simply the amount of time is simply just what is necessary for you to communicate either in paper or in person what is expected for you to delegate or for you to assign that particular project. Nevertheless, there's an, um, an investment of time that you need to invest in order to hand that project off. If so, write that down. The next thing that I do is, and this is a new addition to my list, and I have found it to be enormously helpful in helping me to determine when in my day or in my week I am going to do that thing. And the, the next item on my list is that I identify one of the three categories of energy that that thing is going to require from me. So for example, the three different categories of energy that I have, have identified for myself is L1, L2, and L3. Level one is a task or activity that requires the highest level of energy, alertness, brain clarity, and focus that I personally can muster at any one particular time. It is my uh, golden time. It is the time when I am the clearest, the brightest, the sharpest, and obviously the activities or work efforts that require that level of cl clarity get an L1 assignment. Now, not every project requires that level of attention and focus. Le level two or L2 activities are ones that require, as you would imagine, those a little bit less energy, attention, and focus. They are um, items that do require me to put forth an effort. So for example, uh, an L1 activity would be for me to create new content, to write uh, a piece of a training program, for me to craft a email communication on an important um, topic or sensitive issue that I need to make sure that I get it right. That might be an L1 or maybe even an L2 activity, but for the most part, when I'm crafting content for the first time or needing to do what I call big thinking, that requires L1 effort for me. L2 effort, on the other hand, might be something like me proofreading uh, some copy for an advertisement or me proofreading or editing my own content that I had written in L1 time. You get the idea. And obviously, L3 time is the kind of administrivia tasks and activities that don't really require a tremendous amount of energy uh, or, uh, if you will, mental juice to dedicate to that thing. So oftentimes where uh, I have personal items or personal phone calls, I have to schedule appointments for myself or even for my business that really just require, or like, for example, technical support. I spent uh, some L time on Friday afternoon resolving a, a problem with one of our computers. Um, that's the kind of activities that you would, if you will, assign to the L3 level. So there's only three different categories that I allow myself to categorize a project, and every single project does require L1, 2, or 3 in energy and effort for me. So I add that to the item and the amount of time that I am willing to allocate to that particular task. By this time, I will have done three passes of thinking, first the conception, second the amount of the category that that item fits into, the amount of time that the um, item required or the task requires, and then the amount of energy. By that time, I can start to get a pretty good idea on where that item falls in my uh, areas of priority. Now, 
if you're like me, I can come up with a long list of things that I want to do, need to do, should do, should have done. Uh, and so sometimes my list will get, in fact, the list I'm looking at right now is probably 30 items long. I call that my major task list. Now, this isn't the list that I operate from on a weekly basis. It is a list that I consider to be, if you will, my parking lot, my list that, that I add to, but then I identify the um, perhaps top 10 things that float to the top. And this is that last area where we need to begin, uh, or I begin to prioritize my list um, by, is this something that must get done or needs my attention to work on this week? If I can say the answer to that is absolutely, then I know it is going to get a priority that's going to push it into this week. If it is something that I need to get done in the next two weeks, well, then I know that that's if you will, in bucket number two. You can see a pattern here, how I love to work in threes. And I really find that it helps my mind to be able to not feel so pressured to convince itself that everything is urgent and a priority because the truth of the matter is it really isn't. Uh, so again, if the item needs to be absolutely done this week or in the next couple of days, it becomes, it gets a, if you will, a P1 or a priority one designation. If it can be done in the next two weeks, then it gets a P2 and then finally a P3. My major task list, as you would imagine, is the list that are the items that continue to show up um, as priority three activities. These are activities that I am very open to the idea that eventually they will fall off because they'll be no longer relevant. I am unwilling to do and just decide that I'm going to take them off my list altogether or I'm going to come up with a creative way of delegating or shifting the responsibility for completing that task to someone other than myself. Other times, items that are on that list, as I review them just once a week uh, as part of my hour one activity, uh, will get popped back on. They'll get maybe uh, assigned to a, a date in the next two weeks. Nevertheless, I never lose them from my radar, if you will, because I've captured them on this list using this process. So to summarize, what I recommend that you do, and all of this is contained within what, what I, the name implies, and that is hour one, the very first hour of your week. If you can find a way, if you will create a way, decide that this, that your results and your spending your week on purpose and being more intentional is worth the discipline of focusing in your attention to do a thought download, a basically a data dump of all of the ideas and information that you want or need or would like to get done. Then with that list, Give it a few moments, give yourself a little space, and I don't mean go check your emails because you know where that ends up hours later, but just give yourself a bit of a break and then go back to the list, read what you've written, and use that to prime the pump of additional ideas so that you are looking at a comprehensive list of all of the items and tasks and activities that you really want or need to get done. From there, you begin the process of categorizing the items on the list identifying the amount of required time that that item should take or that you are willing to invest in, identify the amount of energy with L1, 2, or 3, amount of energy that you uh, are required or will anticipate will be needed to complete that task. And then finally, identify the priority with P1, 2, or 3, with number one being the highest priority needing to get done this week, uh, P2, 
in two weeks, or maybe even P3 that would go on to uh, some type of a major task list, or maybe even you want to assign yours as being being done in the next three weeks. All right. So once you have identified that, then what you can do is reprioritize or list your items according to the priority that you have assigned. And then looking at those P1 items, those items that you have decided you want to get done this week, then simply open your calendar. You've already identified how much time each item is going to require. And now comes the task of assigning the task for the actual time and date that you will get that item done. Now, this sounds, in the beginning, if you've never really worked from a, uh, if you will, a more regimented process for planning your time, this is going to feel a little bit mm, overwhelming, a little bit uh, like constricting, a little bit like you want to leave yourself the freedom and flexibility to be available to your uh, team or to your customers or to your boss. But in fact, you build those times in. You know that, for example, um, your meeting with your manager is every Monday at 10. You don't assign anything during that time. You know what your personal and your professional obligations are that will have already been, if you will, have already assigned for a certain time and a certain day. You also, as you're making a determination as to what task will get done when, I want you to think about that uh, energy column, that energy assignment. For me personally, the um, L1 activities, I generally try to complete on Mondays, Tuesdays, or Wednesdays. And I do it for practical reasons. I just find that personally, by the time Thursday and Friday rolls around, I have other things that have popped up that I have to get completed that week and or my energy just isn't what it was when compared to earlier in the week. Another th thing that I do is that all L2 activities and certainly L3 activities happen after noon. L1 activities, no matter what time of, the, of uh, what day of the week it is, always happen in the morning before noon. And particularly the most critical items that need to get done that I really have to put my, my best time and effort towards, they usually are first on my list in the morning as the task for that day. So you get the idea. But I wanted to give you this framework because I find that so often we are burdened by our to-do list and our just begin what would and should be an optimistic uh, morning of the beginning of a week. And we tend to have it clouded by the heaviness, if you will, of our mounting, growing, never-ending to-do list. And ever since I have adopted the hour one um, philosophy and process, I no longer have a to-do list that haunts me every single day because I, after I have given all of my P1 and P2 activities an assigned or designated time, I can simply throw the list away. And I invite you to do the same thing. And then I hope that after you get a couple of weeks of really seeing the power and the magic behind this process and really beginning to recognize how our one process is really all about creating more freedom, more confidence, as well as a level of 
uh, energy and excitement to your week because you know exactly what you're going to do and when. And for me, I just find that to be really um, just just a, just so much more productive and it allows me to go into each project that's on my list um, with a more optimistic, enthusiastic, energetic um, uh, place and mindset. So um, I hope you'll have a great week. I hope you will try this idea on with a commitment. Do it for at least four weeks and really see and evaluate how this fits within your lifestyle uh, and within the way that you like to work. And then after you have been somewhat rigorous at following this process, then go in and begin to create your own personal modifications. I think then you'll be able to truly be in an experience level with this tool that you can modify it to best suit um, your style and your work patterns. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Dental Industry Insider Sales School. It's our monthly coaching program where we focus on important sales, self, and team management skills. Each month, we study and apply the ideas and take our skills to the next level to improve our impact and our results. So join me at the dentalindustryinsider.com forward slash sales school. That's dentalindustryinsider.com forward slash sales school. I'd love to have you join me in the Dental Industry Insider Sales School. See you inside. So have a great week and I'll see you.